0: Hello and welcome to the Christ Church Cathedral Podcast. This is the sermon from our past Sunday, recorded live from the cathedral. We hope these words will really speak to your heart. May the words of my lips and the meditations of all our hearts be always acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Amen. Remembering the Sabbath, I wonder if you know why we as a people of God enjoy the gift of the Sabbath, whether it's something we choose to observe or not. I asked the question because the term Sabbath appeared in our alternative Old Testament reading from Isaiah. If you refrain from trampling the Sabbath, from pursuing your own interests on my holy day, then you shall take delight in the Lord, and I will make you ride on the heights of the earth. And Sabbath also crops up in our gospel reading, where Jesus finds himself in hot water with the synagogue leader. Jesus cures a woman crippled for 18 long years on the Sabbath. Remembering the Sabbath. What's with the Sabbath? Well, in the book of Genesis, we read that God created the heavens and the earth in six days and then rested on the seventh. So in Exodus chapter 20, the commandment to remember the Sabbath relates to God's resting on the seventh day, blessing the Sabbath day and consecrating it. Only that's not the only reason that God commands God's people to remember the Sabbath. Deuteronomy chapter 5 sources our Sabbath observance not in the creation account but in Exodus, in God's liberation of God's people from bondage in Egypt. Remember that you were a slave in the land of Egypt, And the Lord your God brought you out from there with a mighty hand and with an outstretched arm. Therefore, the Lord your God commanded you to keep the Sabbath. That's in Deuteronomy 5. So remembering the Sabbath for the people of God is not only about God's resting on the seventh day of creation. Remembering the Sabbath is also about God setting us free setting us free from all that holds us captive, keeps us down, spindles our lives. So what better day, Jesus challenges the synagogue leader, to release this long-suffering woman from whatever keeps her bent double, restricts her field of vision to the few metres in front of her, isolates her from her family and her fellow villagers. What better day than the Sabbath? For goodness sake, Jesus exclaims, you, you don't think twice about untying an ox or a donkey or giving it some water on the Sabbath, do you? So what better day to heal, to restore, to release someone than the Sabbath? Now the temptation with the gospel reading is to hear it as just another account of Jesus healing someone. So who's a great physician going to make better today? Perhaps a better question to ask is what does this story about Jesus healing a woman on the Sabbath reveal to us about God? Who God is and what God is about? The story certainly reminds us that God is a God who heals us as individuals. But the story also reminds us that God is a God who delivers and restores and sets free human society from all that restricts us and confides us and holds us back from the fullness of life that God intends for all of God's created order so the compassionate ministry of Jesus not only heals individuals it heals societies and that is, in effect, what got Jesus killed. It wasn't just Jesus being nice to people that the authorities did not like. What got Jesus killed was his being nice to people in a way that subverts and overturns some of our core assumptions about our life together and our life before God. In other words, healing society. That's what remembering the Sabbath is also about. Remembering the Sabbath. You know, as a nation, one of the wounds that requires tending, one of, one of the barriers that needs dismantling, one of the divides that invites bridging is our relationship with our Indigenous siblings. We as a people still need to be reconciled. Restored and set free. We need to remember the Sabbath. Sometimes when we're standing before what seems an insurmountable obstacle, we can find ourselves overwhelmed. Where do we even start? Given the depth of the hurt and mistrust many of our First Nations siblings experience uh, over the way in which our forebears and we have treated them, sometimes knowingly, sometimes unknowingly, we can feel at a loss as to how to proceed. And so that's why it was for me so heartening to read our own primate statement of support regarding indigenous peoples in Canada and around the world sponsored at the recent Lambeth Conference. In it, our primate, Archbishop Linda, commits us, amongst other things, to pray with both indigenous and non-indigenous people as we learn together how the devastating effects of intergenerational trauma have shaped our relationships. She continues, We know that the liberating power of the gospel is needed to bring freedom and fullness of life for all God's people. And so she commits us, as a national church, to the work of decolonizing for the purpose of Rehumanizing. How many of you have heard of the prayer of St. Francis? A few of you? A few of you, yeah. Um, you may know it from the hymn we sing from time to time, Make Me a Channel of Your Peace. Now, there's a line in that prayer, a line in the hymn that I find especially compelling. Francis asked our Lord, For the grace to put understanding of others ahead of being understood by them. Grant that I may never seek so much as to be understood as to understand. So in the face of this deep divide, that can still exist between indigenous and non-indigenous peoples, I wonder whether one of the ways we at the Cathedral continue our journey of healing is by seeking to understand before being understood. Being simply willing to listen with open hearts and open minds to what indigenous folk are needing to tell us. One of the reasons I feel both inspired and frankly challenged by the ways in which St George's and St Catherine's is responding to the needs of the community in Pekanajakem for potable water in partnership with the PWRDF, I encourage you to read Canon Martha's account on Facebook of her recent trip up north. A way for me of remembering the Sabbath. So seeking to understand before being understood, I, I once sat on a local community assessment team. Representatives from probation and correctional services, the police, Salvation Army, St Leonard's Society and the community reviewed files of offenders eligible for day parole who were being assessed for placement in a residential facility. And sure, it was a crash course in exposure to the underbelly of human nature and behaviour. Now one of the gifts of serving on this team was hearing the personal stories, the background, the family histories of convicted offenders. And believe me, those that impacted me most deeply were the stories of what some offenders from Six Nations experienced in their home lives. And God used that experience to open my ears expand my understanding, to soften my heart to some of the factors that might predispose offenders, including indigenous offenders, to make the choices they make, as destructive and as life-denying as those choices might be. And please, I'm not here in any way to excuse those behaviours, nor in any way diminish the devastating impact those actions have had in the lives of often innocent people. At the same time, it was an invaluable lesson on the importance of seeking to understand before being understood in a way that I did not and could not have perceived. It was a way of helping me to remember the Sabbath. So it's why at the cathedral, as we allow God to draw closer to us, To learn what it means to follow Christ, to grow as Jesus' disciple, that it's vital that we ask for the grace to understand before being understood. A baby step for the restoration of relationship, the healing, the deliverance that Jesus performed in the life of the woman bent double this morning restoration and healing and deliverance the effects of which we might not see in our lives but perhaps the fruit of which our great great grandchildren might live more fully into remembering the sabbath in the name of the father son and holy spirit Amen. thanks for listening This podcast is a production of Christ Church Cathedral, audio editing and original theme by Eduardo Farias. We hope you join us again soon. Have a blessed day.